Keep awake, therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour. Amen. In our parable today, we have ten women, five foolish, five wise, five unprepared, five prepared, five bridesmaids with lamps and plenty of oil, five with a little bit of oil and a lamp. A parable is simply a story meant to illustrate for us a way to live. So let me begin with what may be the truest interpretation of this simple parable out there, although I failed to find it in any commentary, but here it is. Never, ever have ten bridesmaids. (laughs) I mean, really? What are you thinking? Ten bridesmaids is a train wreck. Really, my sermon could end right there because we could all use that information. Clearly, Jesus is telling us here any more than five is a foolish idea. I'm fairly sure that this parable actually points to something deeper than this. A parable contains symbols and broad lessons and apparently every now and then some wedding etiquette. This parable, even in this season is the beginning of many texts that will follow through the season of Advent, all pointing to the spiritual act of waiting, waiting for something that is not yet, and being awake while we wait. Upon first reading of this parable, it seems a situation is set where there is very clear division There is a division between those that are wise and those that are foolish. Now, naturally, a division like this in Scripture will lead to a tendency to place ourselves among one side or the other. With that comes judgment and exclusion, shame or arrogance, none of which will produce much fruit. And speaking of judgment... In the outcome of this parable, it appears that some will enter the party, but for those unprepared and foolish souls, the door will be shut to them. And nobody likes to be left out of a party, and no one wants to be called foolish. I don't know about you, but this understanding of the parable is problematic. For that reason, yes, but also because it seems so terribly inconsistent with so much of the rest of the gospel, if not all of it. First, the wise women act so selfishly by refusing to share their oil with the other bridesmaids. And second, those that are unprepared are left in the dark, abandoned and cast out. And remember, the passage begins with, the kingdom of heaven is like. Wait, what? The kingdom of heaven is like a party where only certain people get in and because they're prepared? That's a horrible party. This seems inconsistent at best and just plain horrible theology at worst. 
maybe a little bit of both. So what about these five wise women? Why, in fact, are they so wise? I mean, if you had oil and you all had the same job to do, wouldn't you share the oil so that all of your job could be done to the best of the ability? Wouldn't ten lamps be so much brighter than five, making everyone's job that much easier? Again, inconsistent with the gospel teachings. Look at the gospel as a whole. We have the sower of the seeds. We have the good Samaritan. We're told that if you have two tunics, share with those that have none. Share your bread. Share with the poor. Share with your neighbor. That is the gospel teaching, right? But here, somehow in Matthew, if you only have enough oil for your lamp, keep it for yourself and forget your neighbor. Somehow it doesn't add up. So what is the oil? What is the oil, perhaps, if it's not something to be shared? What if whatever the oil symbolizes in the parable, it seems to be pointing to something else, something other than oil? What if, in fact, the oil symbolizes for us something totally intangible. Sure, the gospel is clear. If you have bread, give it. If you have clothing, give that to you. If you have shelter, share it. Give of what you have. But truly, in this passage, I am left wondering, are there things that simply can't be given away? intangible things in life that aren't meant to be given away? Are there things in this life that, in fact, we must cultivate for ourselves within that we can't expect to receive or demand from others? For example, what about hope? If you have hope, And I do not, no matter how much I ask you for it, you can't give me your hope. You can light my way on my journey to cultivate hope, but you can't give me your hope. If you have courage and I do not, you can encourage me, but you can't give me your courage. I must cultivate my own sense of courage within. It seems to me this is true with many gifts of the Spirit. We must cultivate these gifts within, not alone, but within. What if the five bridesmaids were wise because they had prepared for their work by cultivating within themselves the gifts of the Spirit? As they find themselves being called upon to light the way with these gifts, they simply can't hand them over to the unprepared, no matter how generous they might be feeling, because there are just some things we can't give away. Instead, the five wise bridesmaids point 
the foolish bridesmaids to journey, to journey out into the dark to find the fuel they need. Some days it seems the fuel of faith and hope and courage are in very short supply in this world and in this nation. Perhaps we too are on a journey into the darkness. We may be wandering for a while in the dark, looking for oil, looking for whatever gifts we need to make our lamps shine again as a nation and a people. Wandering in the dark, looking for something you desperately need can be a very scary thing. And fear is a powerful emotion. I wonder if the five foolish bridesmaids were afraid. The parable doesn't say much about their trip out in search of oil, but I'm guessing that they were. And I know many of us are. As we get ready to enter into the time of Advent, a time of preparation and anticipation, this parable seems to me to have a lot to offer us. It may be problematic at times for sure, but perhaps it is problematic because it is so very real and close to home for us now. This parable ends with a call, a call to be awake. Whether we wander in the dark looking for oil or we have enough to light the way for ourselves and for others, the greatest task at this time and the call of the scripture and in this season of Advent is to be awake. To be awake to our own state and the state of the world because we can't prepare for what we aren't aware of. We cannot prepare and sleep at the same time. The discernment that we are doing here at All Souls, the information we are getting from our community, and the listening that we are doing together is all about wandering in the dark and waking up. This last week with Jesse Pitts and Deacon Glinda, we learned about redlining policies and practices and how that impacts the economy for both rich and poor communities in Western North Carolina and some of the consequences we are suffering even now. I heard things even as a social worker that I had never heard before. My heart and my mind were awakened to facts and realities that before I was ignorant to, perhaps I had slept through that part of history class. As we learn these new and important realities and as we build these new and valuable relationships together, we are wandering in the dark, cultivating the gifts of the Spirit. This is the action of preparation. And the fruit of that action is becoming awake and gaining new gifts of the Spirit. Now, it would be foolish to think that because of these actions and our communal discernment, we are now automatically among the wise. These actions we are taking here at All Souls are the beginning. They are the response of the foolish being sent out to journey in the dark. But we have been sent out, and we dare to journey, and sometimes 
Sometimes the dark is the only place where real discernment can happen. We have the courage to take the journey because we have each other. We have the season of Advent for the journey because God knows we need it. And we can listen and we can wake up because we have the love of a gathered community and because we are being fed for the journey at this table. In the end, all of life is this journey through the dark and the light Seasons of lament, seasons of celebration, times when we have the light, and times when we wander in the dark looking for fuel. For all of it, through all of it, we have the gift of each other. We have the fuel of the gathered community at the table set for us. Therefore, stay awake, because we know not the time or the hour. Amen.